everybody, welcome to the first ever group chat on Leica Street Photography Collective. I'm Ricky, and today we have Ramigio and Dante Hicks with us. We're just going to have a nice... Dante Hendricks. Hendricks. Yes. Sorry, I apologize. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a little too, too early and late for me at the same time. So, my, my bad, I apologize. No worries. But, uh, yeah, we got Dante and Remigio, and we're just going to talk about street photography, photography, and, and life. So, welcome, fellas. Thank you again for doing this. Okay, uh, thank you for having me again. Oh, yes, no, anytime, thank you. anytime. Thank you for having us. Yeah, originally I had two other uh, people I recorded with before um, that were going to be a part of it, but, you know, life happens and other obligations, so... Uh, hopefully next time we can all all four of us have a, a nice little conversation together. Right. So, uh, Dante and Remigio, what have you guys been up to? Dante, go for it, brother. <laughs> well, um, um, the regular, the usual, you know, work like you said, life, and um, in the mix of that, you know, you 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 um apply your passion as much as you can. So um I've been on, on that and that and that move since um we spoke the last time. Okay. That was about two weeks ago when we recorded yes, our episode. Yes, yes. That's cool. I remember, I remember we were speaking about um I need to stop um putting that procrastination word aside and um and start getting out early earlier. And today is one of them, you know, okay. so since we're doing the podcast now I'll, as soon I'm done here, I'm Jetting out of here. Sounds good. Sounds good. Any yes. uh, any destination plans, or you um, just gonna wherever the wind takes you? Yeah, something to that nature. That's okay. right. That's right. You know, but um, most likely running the city where it's a little bit more active. Um, I know they have the um breast cancer walk today in New York. Okay, that'll be good. It's actually happening right now. Um, oh, that's in Prospect Park. Right. No, actually, that's in um, Central Park right now because my, my daughter just called me. They're all down there participating. Okay. Um, that's not the destination for me, but um, as you know, if I bump into that, it's fine. You know, oh, yeah, it's, gotcha. it's a street for me, you know, yeah, yeah. so, Get so, those so nice, that's uh, what's going on. Street portraits, mm-hmm. headshots, all of that. All of that stuff, all that stuff. That's right, that's right. That's Dante? right. Okay. Um, from since the last time we spoke, I think on the day we spoke, um, I was I was attending Afropunk. Uh, that was amazing. A lot of great shots. A lot of great interesting character. That was over in Atlanta. Um, it's it's. I mean, it's a pandemic time, and during the pandemic time, everything has scaled back. So okay. it's not it's not huge like it like is normally is. Um, but it's still, I still make the best of it. Uh, great, uh, I capture a lot of great portraiture uh, in black and white. And now, t- as as we speaking today, today I'm in um, Tulare, California. Um, I might I might end up being out here for a few days, so I'm planning on um, heading over to San Francisco, exploring San Francisco. See if I get a few few, few shots in um, uh, San Francisco. Okay. Um, I spoke to um, Chase Tinlight, and he recommended a few places uh, for me. 
So pretty much I'm gonna to try to explore that. What places uh did he recommend? Uh places he recommend. Uh I think one event was uh some market. Okay. Market Street, yeah. Market Street one and it was Market Street, yeah. Uh, that's uh San Francisco, right? Because that's where he shoots yeah. in. Yeah, yeah. And um I think he tell me that he shoots in the morning in Chinatown, so I'm probably gonna to try to explore Chinatown too. Okay. I tried reaching out to him to see if he was interested in the in the podcast. Uh, haven't got a response yet, but hopefully he does get one. And then uh, for Remigio, pretty much everybody you, you you sent me the list. They all they they're willing to do the the podcast. So looking forward to recording with those guys as well. Uh, everybody has great work. So I'm actually excited because I finally figured out the issue with my printer, and this is kind oh, of okay. for Remigio. I'll show you. Right, right, right. So it took me a while, but. I finally got it to print all the way to the edge, the bleed. Ah, this is a picture of my daughter. Oh, that's oh, beautiful. Nice. That's nice. Yep, beautiful. This is a A3 size, so you can see it's kind of large. Ah, the, the problem was Photoshop. For some reason, the drivers and the printer and Photoshop wasn't... And I had this big gap at the end, so it was making me, it was pissing me off. But I finally figured it out, so that's well, good. Well, to I, I'm gonna have those growing pains too once I get there. I'm sure. Oh yeah. yeah I'm sure. <laughs> so I'm, I'm trying to see uh, right now how I could um, acquire one of those, and um, hopefully I can get to your your area where you at right now. <laughs> oh no <laughs> worries. Yeah, pretty soon I'll uh, have a whole exhibition in my house. <laughs> Didn't I ask uh, Dante last time? Do you uh, print any of your work? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, right now I'm working on my portfolio. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Um, as you know, I before I was just thinking about that today. I was listening to some. Um, uh, I think I was listening to that podcast yesterday. Yeah. And it was talking about um, for your work to survive or live, it have to be printed um, because um, and and we consume. Our image digitally, we we only give it what uh, one or two seconds. We look at it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, so it's very important to print because with print you could actually study the work. Oh, what, right. What's the name of that podcast? If you can send it to us, I would like to hear it. I, I send it to you. Okay. I send it to you. But, but if you don't mind, just saying the name of it. So we, I think it's a photo blog. Photo blog. Photo blog. Okay. Yeah, photo blog. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I will post that up in the description because that's something I like li- listening to different aspects and and all that. Um, mm-hmm. right. The one you sh- you sent me, the Black Shutter, that's mm-hmm. a, re- a really good um, podcast, podcast right? as well. He yeah. did an interview with your friend Tony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. did actually. Yeah, I, I haven't. Um, I yeah, haven't I just listened really... to that yesterday. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I haven't listened to that. That was yet. pretty good. I haven't finished it yet because. Uh, yeah, it was pretty good. Well, that's okay. the one thing I like about podcasts. You can just stop and then that's pick right. up right where you left off. <laughs> that's, right. that's right. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. So, big project-wise, how's everybody's projects coming along? Um, for me, um, everything is coming along pretty okay. It's, it's kind of slow motion, like I told you before. Um, I have this kind of long-term project I'm working on. Yeah. Um, I, I don't want to really say it's really long-term because um, um, since the pandemic, it kind of put a halt to it because I'm focusing on one thing. Mm-hmm. And, um... The pandemic kind of like you know got in the way, <laughs> like oh, yeah. uh, 
like a wall right now. So hopefully, you know, we could tear down that wall and I could continue. Well, today's a good day to work on some of it, so you get to go there. Yeah, yeah. It, it kind of, like, slowed it up, you know, and uh, I try to work around it, but it's it just not, no. Uh-huh. It, it's going to seem like I'm stuck in that era, which is the mask era and the pandemic era, you know, so it's going to show that, and I don't want to, you know? Oh, yeah, no worries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully we get back to that that era where Yeah, masks yeah, are... I, I surely hope so. You know, surely also. Me, per, me personally, I think it's by maybe 2025 or so. It's, it's, I'm being honest with you. I can't oh. even lie to you. That's, it's, that's just it's an investment now, but we'll get back there. Right, right. Dante, working on any of your projects? Well, for now, for now, locally, I'm documenting um, New Orleans. Okay. Uh, it's a fantastic place. I'm happy about that. Um, uh, the pandemic haven't really slowed anything down for me um, as far as getting out there. Mm. Um, but internationally, um, I definitely want to travel some more, but the pandemic is definitely having an effect on international travel. Right, right. Yeah, so um, hopefully, um, like next year, I have my fingers crossed for a lot of things. Like, uh, I definitely would want to go to Brazil for the carnival and um they have this spiritual festival over there so um hopefully things is back to normal and then there's this mardi gras in um, new orleans i definitely want to capture that too and um the jazz fest so all those things i'm excited for so i'm hoping that um by february or by january um we have information if those things are gonna take place i got you yeah. So I, I did. I was following your your Instagram. You were in New Orleans. Um, one festival. You and Matt were at. It just. It looked like it was a great time. The dancing, yeah. the parades, in the streets. So, oh yeah, Second Line. Second Line is amazing. It's um. It's like it's like church on Sunday. Um, mm. For the Second Line in New Orleans, it's just part of the culture. Okay. How so often does like, that happen? It's like a one year event. I mean, a one th- one day event thing. No, no, it happens for it happens every um, every Sunday. Oh, every Sunday. Okay. Every Sunday. Okay. Oh, wow. Um, like well, during a period of time, like the whole of um, the whole of this is this is what uh, probably like two months and into the winter. Right. Yeah. But okay. every Sunday, so it's amazing so, because it kind of remind me of um, New York Carnival. Right. Uh, the West Indian Day Parade. Indeed, indeed. But you, you get to experience this every Sunday. That's, that, that sounds great to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that sounds good to me, man. Oh, yeah, right. I'm sure. And, and, it's a, and it's a photographer's um, dream. I mean, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's your oyster right there. So yeah, I, I man. Imagine. It, I imagine. It, it's, it's a lot. It's, it's um, let me see. This book came. Actually, what's his name? Recommend me this book. It seems like an event just because it happens every Sunday. It, it's right. always going to be different every time, so you still oh, get something okay. different. What's this? this this is a, a book on um, on New Orleans right. by um, Bernard Harmon. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, Matt recommended this book for me. It's a fantastic book. It okay. kind of reminds me of um, Robert Frank's when he documented oh. um, the South, right, right, right. Document uh, the New Orleans cu- culture. Oh, okay. And um, it's amazing. I, I recommend it. Highly recommend this. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna check that out. I'm yeah. gonna check it out. You throw that in the, in a little chat, and then I'll, I'll also check it out as well. I just ordered um, uh, Jim Marshall's book. Oh yeah, yeah that, that that's the, that's the guy I was telling you about. Um, yeah, yeah. Hmm. 
So but, it's weird. I was watching the podcast and it's it, just exactly how they said it is exactly what I felt like after we had our yeah. conversation was like, like guarantee you may not know who Jim Marshall is. So I didn't know who Jim Marshall was. I just I couldn't did, put right. the name. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, the the famous photographer. So right, right, uh, right. when it finally clicked who it was, I was like, got to buy his work. Iconic stuff. So yeah, that's yeah. coming. Yeah. Yeah, he's his first uh, musical uh, event photographer. Yeah, right, yeah. right. Well, I definitely have to Legendary. put that on my list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I know, I know of him too. So, um, but um, now that we're talking about now, the book come out. Yeah, I definitely have to put that on my list. You know, Amazon was selling. Which I've seen his which work. one I like was his it? Work. Um, so, like when I'm at work, I have a YouTube playing in the background. Uh, right. I'm an office. I'm a temporary office worker right now before I go back to my my main job. But um, when I have some free time, I have YouTube in the back, and I I have um, like a conversations, and they all they do is interview really good photographers or photographers you may not know about. Mm. And I have a little book that when I'm listening and I hear something I like from them, I just write it down, and then I study with the words and I try to apply it. Um, so. A lot of great knowledge out there. Just mm-hmm. we all got to find it, and that was how I just remembered. Like, oh, Jim Marshall, Dante said Jim Marshall. So saw that, saw his work, and I was like, I got it by his book. So went and bought it. Yeah, book. yeah. It was. Um, I love the package that they have for his camera too. Where mm-hmm. the um, uh, they have a book of his work inside the package. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. it's beautiful. Yeah, nice package. Yeah. Uh, this, you send me that, right? You send me that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's very nice. Mm-hmm. Very nicely packaged. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, everything is numbered, so you know it's a collectibles item. You know. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, I get there and grab one of those. <laughs> Did you get Subway yet? That's the big one. Um, today I'm no. gonna get it today. There I, we go. I, I promise you that today I'm gonna get it. If I'm in the city and I walk by any one of the bookstores, I'm gonna get it today for a fact. There we go. Because I, I thought of you um like last week or so. <laughs> yeah. Because I was in the city and I said, you know what, I'm gonna get it today. And then something distracted me shooting, you know. And uh, I totally passed. I was like two, three blocks up. I said, nah, I'm not gonna walk back down, you know. So I said, I'll, I'll grab it. I'll grab it today. No worries. Uh-huh. So it's it's. I'm not sure if you're familiar. You may have noticed this, but um, your phones, they use your microphones right. to listen to what you say, and then they slip advertisements. Into, oh, they do? Yeah. You, you, you probably no, never noticed it, but hmm. just just from now on, now that you're aware of it, someone right. in England, when I lived there a few years ago, told me about it, and then I was like, yeah, that's true. Like, you say certain words... For certain brands, cars, whatever it is, check your, your social media feeds. You're going to see these advertisements for them. Mm. And what happened was after we said Subway, I was scrolling through Instagram and I saw the book. And wow. I was, that's when I had tagged you. I was like, this, this, this is wow, from Amigia. This is crazy. Yeah, the world, not, they're monitoring no, I, you. I've been suspected that. Like any big corporate re, uh, meeting, mm-hmm. before you enter the room, you have to leave your phone at the door. So there, there's a right. risk for that. Yeah. Right, right, right. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. I never knew that. Test I it mean, out. I, like uh, I knew I knew if you search something online, automatically. That too. Even the even the, the words that you type in your on your phone, whatever it is, 
wow. they'll start pumping your your advertisement. But just go ahead, just say like, just for so pick a word like Nissan. Just keep saying the word Nissan randomly. People right. are gonna ask you why you keep saying Nissan. Watch, they're gonna oh, see Nissan God. on their phones. You're gonna see Nissan on your phones, and now probably my phone and all three of our phones are gonna have Nissans plugged in. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, this is crazy. Oh yeah, the world. It's getting too scary. To try to predict or lure you to purchase something. Yeah, and that's basically what the idea is, right? Essentially. Yeah, yeah. That's that's basically what it is. You know. Uh, I'm sure it came. I'm sure it came about with good intentions, mm-hmm. but of course, this is profitable, you know, for for the big companies and everything like that. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. interesting. I'm gonna check that out though. Oh <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it, yeah. And even like, so sometimes it'll take a few days, but just just be aware. Now that you 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 know it's there, you'll see it right. just it just pop up. Right, right, right. Yeah. Interesting, interesting. I know I was I was searching for some um, new masks for the ones that I had uh, kind of worn out. So um, a friend of mine told me about this mask I seen I seen I had. It was pretty nice, and um, I looked for it. Once upon a stuff mask, mm-hmm. everything on my social media came up like, oh, by the way, we have this mask or such and such. We have this. Mask. I'm like, wow. So you, I know about that. Yeah. You know, but now you're telling me just speaking and. And everything will pop up like that. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. It, it's... Mm-hmm. I don't know how it works, but... Because it's like you have to allow certain... I'm only using my phone because that's what I mainly use. Uh, right. You have to, like, allow your phone, like, access to your microphone now, which is probably uh-huh. some of the reasons. But right. before you didn't, so... Uh, mm. Yeah, there's a lot of crazy stuff going on out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, for sure, for sure. My Instagram's been acting crazy. Uh, it's been really bothering me how crazy oh, so. it was acting. Uh, I was getting, like, my feed were the little magnifying glass. Okay. It used to just be all cameras. I kept it like that for a reason, right? So I know whatever photo you like on there is what they'll pump into you. Mm. And then randomly, and I'm, I'm trying, I'm not trying to be like, but I took pictures just because of how accurate it was. But I had... All kinds of, and and I know this because I was reading the descriptions, it was like advertisements and Iranian people. I am got no problem against Iranian people, but that was what my feed was. It went from cameras to like all kinds of stuff I don't search and the majority of it was just weird Iranian advertisements. And again, like I got nothing wrong with Iranians. It was, that was just what my feed was and... I was taking screenshots and showing people. I was like, look, this is what was going on. So uh, I think it's just a sign for me to kind of. That's why. Yeah, I haven't been really active on on the socials that much. So that's why. But I've been also been really focused on my uh, photo school. Work and everything. Yeah, work and photo school that I've been doing. Um, That photojournalism course. Right. You know what? Um, I think we spoke about this before. I don't have nothing totally against social media. It's just um, the, the the addicts and the um, just the addiction that people have with social media sometimes kind of sway me away from it. Mm-hmm. Um, I do believe it's um, it's a great platform, um, but depending on how you use it, you mm-hmm. know. So I think me and um, Dante spoke about that too. 
um, not too long ago. You know, it just depends how you control it because you can mold it and control it on your own. Um, when those other weird things happen, um, you know what? I, I don't have no answer for those, but um, um, just you, like you said, deleting or separating yourself away from it for a little bit probably might help. But um, sometimes it's best to just kind of try to control it and contain it the, the way you want to control. I think that's the best way to do it. Because if you don't, then you're going to find all of this stuff going around and, you know, everybody is contacting you. Like, I get a lot of junk about how you can make this amount of money. And mm-hmm. at one time, it was a lot of uh, pornography stuff coming on my DM. Uh, it's just a lot of things. You I know what I'm saying? Daily. Yeah, yeah. And then, then they ran away for a while. And now, now I'm getting all of these people that's telling you how much... Uh, you know, I, you uh, give me a penny and I can give you a hundred thousand dollars or something. <laughs> you know give me so, all your Bitcoin. Right, right, and all this other extra stuff. So that's what's going on right now, and um, I try to ignore it as much as I can, and I don't, I don't even click on it. So hopefully they can go away like that. You know. Okay. Yeah, because for I'm, me, because um... I'm fo- yeah, because I'm focusing on photography, and I'm sure y'all doing too. So that's what I'm using. Um, Instagram for yeah for me um my um my stories is um you know like you could select uh, your, your images uh, say for example you're on Instagram and you see, uh, you, you see a photo that you like you could include mm-hmm. it in your stories mm-hmm. right that option has been taken away from me um, really? actually they haven't no they it's there I, I actually have to show you I can't explain it right now but but a friend of mine told me how you do it Oh, okay. They, they made it difficult. It's like a process. It's a three, four step process to get. Oh, it. wow. Yeah, wow. yeah. It's, it's it's terrible. I don't know who. Why? I was wondering why. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know who in um <laughs> that company decided to come up with that. That was very silly. Yeah, I was actually thinking maybe someone kind of complained about you know using the image. Right. Is no, or it's there. Like it's there. It's there. You just have to go through some some extra steps. To, to do so, you know, and somebody showed me that um, last month or so. I said, "Wow, this is this is stupid," but it's there. It's there. Okay, good, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I realized I got both the CL shooters here. Oh, <laughs> going to Tokyo this coming weekend. Okay, so I'm gonna keep my eyes out, see if I can find one. Uh, yeah, man, it's it's. Yeah. Um, for, for I have four bodies of CL. I pretty much run through four bodies, and um, mm-hmm. it, it, it's it was one of it's my introduction to rangefinder, nice. and um, I did love it, and I try to stick with it, but the the board, the electrical board, and them just keep dying, you know. Right. So right, right, right. So I say, you know what? Let me make that investment into a good camera that I don't have to worry about camera equipment. Yeah, mechanical. That's right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That was That's why right. I chose the the M6. Originally, I wanted the MP, and I still want an MP. Uh, but now that I got the M6, is really that need for the MP is not really there. I just I want it because it's right. it's, it's, it's like it. So right, 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 um, right, 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 right. Yeah, just we we I struggle with that every day. Trust me, <laughs> Dante will tell you, you know, and um. That's why I'm I'm glad that, you know, I speak to him all the time because he keeps me grounded, like, you don't need that stuff, you know, and which is true. He's absolutely right. You know, I have enough, 
and yes, I do have um, some type of aspirations to have mm -hmm. the MP, of course. It's never out my mind, but technically, I don't need that. You know, I don't. <laughs> I don't need it. <laughs> Dante, he's like, no, you don't. Right, right. I have too much, you know No, but for me, for me, what's the difference? What's the difference between mm -hmm. the the MP and the, the M6? To me, it's just all about the glass. If you got a better, if you have, if you got a better glass, you're good to go. Right, that's right. Mm. Absolutely right, brother. So, not wrong. Uh, I've, I've, I've like demoed the MP before. That the MP feels like the M3. Have any of you held shot with the M3? Um, I played around with one, but nothing. I can tell you now, shooting the M3. Is a completely different experience than shooting with an M6. I personally prefer the M3. The only reason why I go towards the M6 is the 35 mil lines, right? Okay. Right. Uh, but I guess that's what the M2. I've never held or really looked into M2s before, but I think that's what the M2 was supposed to be like, the M3, but with with 35 millimeter frame lines. Uh, there's two things I don't like about the M6. And it's just cosmetic stuff, but one is the little rewind knob. I don't like oh, okay. it because the you don't like the side thing. Well, it's not that, but the I got like I don't know my fingers every time I'm trying to roll it, mm -hmm. it slips off, and then I have to pick it up, and then oh, I see what you the mean. M yeah, yeah, yeah. the M3 has the the knob which the MP has, which is right. It's a little slower, but I don't have to do like and then it slips off, and then I have to go back and I do got it. You, I got right? you. I got you. And then, I experienced that with my M7 before. So yeah, the, the the other one is, which I could replace, but even when I'm advancing the film, it feels different from the M3 to the M6, is the, the advanced okay. level. So okay. they have the, the solid one, and then the M6 has the, the little thumb. Right. right. And well, if, they if, serve if the really, purposes. Well, if you're ready to um, spend money, they do have the M6 Millennium that have the the screw <laughs> mm -hmm. i've seen that there's the m6j yeah. which is the m6 inside a m3 body mm. so um okay. they literally took an m3 the same design and they did right. it for that purpose and they it just it's an m3 version of an m6 right right, uh, right. And, and i've been looking for that one but i got an m6 so i'm i'm, I'm good with it yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think we both, we all, all three of us are covered, you know. Um, but yes, you know, you see things that you like, and um, I told you before already. Um, listen, if if you have the money and if you feel it's gonna, you know, if it makes you feel good, go ahead, go for it, you know. I want black paint though. But it do not, it do not make sense. I agree with um Dante. It do not make sense if I have four bodies of. And these cameras could do the same thing the the MP is doing. I think it's just the the, the mystique of owning a MP is what grabs me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's it's like a lifetime camera. But then again, all of them are lifetime. <laughs> yeah, I, I just I just feel like the 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 MP is for bragging rights. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Uh, um, Mechanical perfection. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. right. Uh, for me, for me. Um, I haven't finished yet. Um, I don't have a, a digital body. Mm -hmm. and I've been looking at the, Q, the Q2, and I'm, I'm fascinated by it. Right. Um, I think getting the, uh, the, the Q2, 
that and actually like i was telling um uh, Remy, I would love to get um, the M8. I've been looking at the M8. To me, it's just a pure camera. It's a camera you could retire with, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I still have. I still I had my my eyes on the M8 until when the the, the Q2 come into came into the picture. Um, but in the long run, I would like to own both the Q2 and the M8. The M8 is to me is my retirement camera. After with the M8, I don't need anything anymore because. It's it's just for a pure shooter, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. In, 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 in your perspective, of course. Yes. 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 Absolutely. Absolutely. The, the the color, you know, so uh, it makes sense, total sense, and uh, I I will give you thumbs up for that um, any day, you know. Mm-hmm. So I have I a question because um, you you shoot with the M6, uh, you not why would you were you more towards the Q2 as opposed to a digital body? And this is just a curious question. Mm. Is it the autofocus or the the size? Yeah, for for Dante. Um, it's it's not for the autofocus. Um, I, I care less about the autofocus. Mm-hmm. For me, it's about um having the work uh, available to me, in- instantly. Okay. And, uh, and also just the quality. I mean, I've been I examine the quality of the images on the the Q two, and it, it's just beautiful. And just to have a file that is forty six megapixel. Mm. It's amazing. You could you could blow it up. You could you could crop it, and right. it's still gonna hold that oh, quality. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. So so that's and my thing is is that if you the Q two if you own the Q two with a with a, a forty six megapixel, you you don't have to get a camera for the next what next five years six years ten years. Yeah, forty six megapixels is good. Twenty yeah. megapixels is good. Is it forty? Is it forty six or forty eight? Forty six, I think. I think forty six. Yeah. Yeah. All right. If if Craig was here, he would tell you he had the Q two and and the Q two M. I'm I was really interested in getting the Q two M, but I already have the N M ten M. So I was like, there's there's really no need for that. And I just I'm in love with the M bodies. I right. I could want a Q two all day, but I don't think it would ever be used. It's just Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm in the sun. Go ahead, go ahead, Nancy. It's just a workhorse for me. For me, I, I need mm-hmm. something that, that I could just pump it out. If I get an event to shoot or I'm hired for a certain event, it's something that I could think. It's not for, it's for, it's just functionality. Oh, yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Right, 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 right. No, it's, yeah, it's and, and it makes sense. It makes sense. Mm-hmm. In, in your case, it makes sense, definitely. You know, um, I'm an I'm a M person, too. Um, I, I've shot the Q. Um, I fell in love with it when I was in Miami when they first launched uh, the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know what it's capable of doing. And the second one, too, the the, the, the Q2 and the QM, um, they're beautiful. Um, I try to stay away from them because I don't want, you know, I mean, that bug to bite me. So, um, But they are highly, highly capable cameras. I believe, arguably... Um, one of Leica's best cameras that they they um, they produce, in my 
in my perspective. Are you guys familiar with um, Joseph Michael? I forgot his last yes, name. Yes, yes, yes. So you know who I'm talking about. Yes, yes. So another exactly. photographer I found on yeah, yeah. Like a Conversations. Again, yeah, I, just, yeah, that's I that's, that's listen cool. to him all yeah, day. Yeah. Uh, he's an M shooter, but he also has a Q2M. Yes. And and exactly yeah. how, exactly how you were saying was what he was saying is like I love the Q2M. The images are beautiful. Yes. It, it, it so for like you, it would do everything you need. Um, but his his personal preference and the same reason what what I was it's probably just the the viewfinder, the optical. Right. For some reason, he just always likes to go more back to. The old M, school. yeah, the old school OVF right, instead right, of the right. EVF. Right. But, yeah, great images, great, great, yeah, uh, right. just great camera. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I run into him all the time. He actually texted me um, um, in the summer because he had an M10M mm-hmm. um, for sale there that he was selling, but um, I wasn't. I wasn't up to par financially with that. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's a big investment. Uh, yes, but I will yes. tell you because that's I I have that one and the M10P. Mm-hmm. I don't even touch the M10P. Wow. Yeah. I hear that. I, I hear that. M10M all the way. Yeah, I was telling Dante. Um, that's my um. That would be my next camera, and um, that's what I'm I'm shooting for, the mm-hmm. M10M. Um, uh, I know I will do phenomenal work with that. And that that will be a nice um, that will be a nice camera to own. Yeah, because I've shot it many times, but I don't own. I yeah, don't own I will say the black and white sensor takes mm-hmm. a little bit of getting used to. Okay. Because it it um it works differently than the color sensor. Yes, absolutely. So your highlights absolutely. and your your shadows, you have to be really really careful. Because once, Indeed. once yeah. you slightly overexpose, it's kind of like slide film. If you mm-hmm. overexpose it too much, just by a little bit, yeah. the image is going to be, and it'll be a, a great image. That happened to me a couple days ago. I, I forgot to change one of my settings. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's because I was moving and the light was constantly changing just because. Yeah, right, right. Uh, and, you know, for me, just not changing the shot versus, okay, I'll, I'll miss a few shots. I missed mm-hmm. the one shot I really wanted, right, uh, so that's right. something you do gotta keep, you know, keep, just be mindful. Be mindful of the, the settings. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I've shot it a lot, and um, I I enjoy it. You know, mm-hmm. I enjoy it, and I'm like, wow, this is this is something I could really, you know, do some good work with. So, um, you know, let's see. Oh, yeah, I think definitely, definitely. It's in my future sometime coming, you know. And that's the beauty about yeah, like but right, right, but right now I'm focusing on um, moving around, traveling. You know, something uh, me and this brother over here talk about all the time, and that's what I'm focusing on right now. Um, I already have the equipment. I already have enough um, stuff that I could um, document with, so I don't need to put myself in a um, financial situation <laughs> again. <laughs> owning, owning, you know what I mean? Um, tuna fish sandwiches for a couple of weeks, you know. Was so, the the twenty five cent ramen worth that M ten M? Yes, it was. Right, 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 right. Wasn't the smartest one, but it was worth it. Now nah, it's, 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 it's all a joke. We we exactly, we're, exactly. we're responsible adults here, but yeah, absolutely, absolutely, all the time, all the time. But I know I can't. 
I can't come over there in Japan with you and walk to those camera stores. I think you will be a bad influence for me or something. I <laughs> so this trip, uh, I'm not really gonna have a lot of time for like doing the, the camera shopping, uh, but I will have a few hours on Friday. So I'll, I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna make a stop because I, I I want to sell some of my gear that I don't use. Right. Uh, so uh, when I what go, what what gear are you selling? Uh, Fujifilm, bunch of Fuji Fujifilm stuff. I just oh, wanna right. I just wanna dump it all into, Micah, right. So yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I went through that um a while back. Um, I have a, I have a lot of Nikon stuff because I started mm-hmm. shooting with Nikon's and uh, I accumulated a lot of Nikon stuff. I'm talking about yeah from script shop stuff to regular to you know whatever. So um, um slowly but surely. I started, um, you know, getting rid of them. You know, some of them I can't get really no money for. Yeah. And some of them is, is, is high value stuff. So I try to hold them for a little bit. And, you Don't. know. So <laughs> I'm, I'm not telling you what to do, but the longer yeah, yeah, you hold on well, to some it. Of the, well, some of, you know, some, some of the lenses is, 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 is pretty good. They give me some pretty mm-hmm. decent money. And um, so I'm trying to hold them to add on with something else. So, I you. you know what I'm saying? So that's how. But I got rid of a lot of stuff, though. I got rid of a lot of stuff, a lot of Nikon stuff. I go through purges. I don't think I see myself changing systems. Um, but I invested a lot of money in Fujifilm. Right. I have no problem with it. It's just once I got into Leica, it just pretty much consumed me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so mm-hmm. uh, now I just got all this camera gear that someone else could be using. So, indeed. Yeah. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. Um yeah, um, I don't, I don't, I, I still like some of my Nikon um, um, stuff, accessories that I have. Mm-hmm. So it's some of them I can't just get rid of because I still like, like I have an F3, um, you know, and um, I like that. Um, I got a couple of lenses that, that goes with it that's, 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 that's really uh, high powered in my case. Uh, you got the the OG photojournalism Nikon. Yeah, yeah. So um I'm gonna keep those but some other stuff they they could they could go, you know? I gotcha. Um yeah. And I'm gonna focus more on my my like equipment because um, I enjoy shooting with that um with that brand. You know? But um you know as they say, you know, it doesn't matter which um brand you have as long as the image that you capture captivate people, you know? We we just three fellas that love to shoot with Likers or prefer to shoot with Likers. Am I am I correct? Ah, you're correct. You're speaking well for me. Yeah, yeah, same here. You know, it, it's it's a tool. So Wonderful tool. Use it as such. You know. Indeed. What about you, Dante? Like, do you keep on to you have like hold on to your stuff before you invest it? Um, I still have some. I have um. I have a few, few uh, two Fuji cameras, um, the the X one hundred, and uh, I think I have the X the X X one hundred T, and I have um, I have the five D Mark two, and mm-hmm. I have a lot of lens- I have a few lenses, prime lenses with that, um, but I I don't use it. But what I realized is that even reselling it, you're not going to get to your value. So right. sometimes right. I just I just held on to it. My Fuji, um, my Fuji X100, I'm probably going to give them away to um, people that I run into um, a mentor of mine 
that was telling me that you need a camera. So at some point in time, I'm going to send it to him. He's over in New York. I'm going to send it to him. Okay. Yeah. Hey, the uh, Fuji Film X XT or X100. That's the the rangefinder one, right? Fixed yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the one that started the X series line. Yeah, yeah. When it first came out, I remember going to uh, this shop, and this guy was telling me, Ron, I think he's over at Photo Care. And he was, man, you need to get this camera. You got to sign up. So before it came up, I went on the list and it came out like the two months after. And I, I had it for a while. And actually with that camera, that's one of the cameras that got me into street photography because that's the camera I, was, it was, I could walk around with. You could put it in your pocket. Um, so that was a great tool for me. I, I shot a lot of photos on that camera. Mm. Nice. It's, yeah, I have the X Pro. I have all three X Pros. I, that's how much I was into Fujifilm. Fuji. Okay. And I have no, no nothing bad to say about Fujifilm. It was a great camera system. It served its purpose. But right. yeah, I think the reason why I did hold on to it so long is like Dante said, the re, you you won't get the resale value for it. So no. I was like, ah, if I ever use it, I use it. But I never do, so. Right. Send it to another I, I, I look at all of those like backups, you know, just in case of anything, you know, uh, because you, you have to continue shooting, okay? I, I cannot imagine me not having nothing. So even if Lycus was not around, I'll still grab my, my Nikons and mm-hmm. continue doing what I'm doing, you know? Um, like I said, you know, they, they are too, you know, and that's what it is. It's just a passion of us just focusing on one name brand because we actually um, like those name brands, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, question, because we all shoot film here. Have any of you tried uh, medium format? Yes, I do. I have um, have the, um, what's it, the Fuji uh, GW. Yeah, the GW69. Yeah, I have that. Yeah. Right. Um, so that's what I use. Um, uh, I love it. The images are sharp. Actually, a friend of mine's um, loaned me his. I went out. I had it for a month, and I was impressed by the images. Mm-hmm. So um, I got on uh, eBay and I purchased one, and I'm still happy. I mean, in the long run, I would still would like to get a Hasselblad, but Hasselblad, as you know, the price just keeps going up. You know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> The square. That's one. Like I, I'm, I've never used a Hasselblad. I just, I'm not a fan of six by six. I have a, okay. I have a six by six, and I think I've only used it twice. Mm-hmm. So six by sevens and six by nine, six by nines are, are large. Right. I can, yeah, I can six by nine the, is large. Yeah, I can, I've it. shot. Uh, the only one I haven't shot is a six by eight negatives, uh, but I've, I have every other size. So. If you're interested, I'll got I'll show you six four five. Six four five is actually really fun to shoot. It's pretty much shooting thirty five millimeter on uh, medium you. format. Yeah. yeah so, uh, uh, how many uh, images you get out of a roll? Fifteen, mm-hmm. and uh, they're really good. Larger size, so um, yeah. The what is it? The negative. Sorry, it's whew, can't think for. For anything today, but the negatives on the six four fives are, are still really good. Fifteen. Um and then six by six I think is twelve, right? Yeah, 
Uh, um, six by six, yes. Yeah, six by six, like twelve. Uh, uh and the six by nine is eight. Eight and six by seven is ten. Right. So, six by right. seven is the sweet spot. That's probably why the Pentaxes okay. and right. uh, the Mamiya sevens are really yeah. hard. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and I'm still. Go ahead, I'm listening. Fujifilm sells the the DW six by or it's the six seventy. So it's a mm-hmm. six seven yeah. version of the six right. six by nine we got. But right. that one, that's a unicorn. Okay. Yeah. Good luck finding one. And if you do, it's like five okay. grand. <laughs> right, right, right. Um I um I have a Yashica Matt. six by six. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't dislike six by six and but I, I'm not a Huge fan of it either, but I do enjoy um, shooting um, my Yashica mat when I do um, bring it out to shoot. Um, it, it's, it's, it's nice. It's nice. It's nice to um, explore with that format. However, I do love 6x7. Yeah. And um, I'm still searching for my first one. Um, I uh, I had a... I had a... Um, I had a... Um, I had a friend of mine actually, like last week, was selling his Makina. Yeah. So I had an opportunity to get that. Um, but I was really trying to figure out, do I really, you know, spend this money for this? I had it, but uh, I'm like, ah. But by the time I gave my answer, He's it gone. was already gone. And, and this is my second time coming across this camera. And this is, this is the one that I truly want to own. Mm-hmm. This is the second time coming around the scanner, and I, I kind of missed a boat on that. So um, I'm still looking for that six seven. Um, Pentax is cool, um, and you, I could grab Pentax, but um, I, I don't know. I don't know. You know, oh, they're they're going I, up. I, I want to. Yeah, I want to stick with what I want, right? Yeah. I mean, I, that's, I would like. I've I've never shot with the Mamiya, uh, but for me, I really do enjoy the Pentax, the six seven. Mm-hmm. I've had every variation of the six sevens just because okay. they are good. Um, I like the six seven two only because it's a little more modern. Mm-hmm. It's not all mechanical like the six seven, which is not is actually not even true either. It's it's electrical powered, so if you don't have the battery, it still won't shoot. Uh, but the six seven two is more electronical than. Uh, and uh, the same problem Dante was having with the CLs, the electronic boards, right. is something that goes wrong with the 672s. So, mm-hmm. and all those parts, good luck trying to, <laughs> to source to repair. And, and you're talking about the Pentax here? Yes. Okay, okay. Yeah, but I do I'm love not... it. The only thing I, I between medium format and 35mm is I don't shoot it that often. Now, okay. I know some people, that's all they shoot is just yes, yes, walk yes. around. I, I try to do that a few times, but it's just too big. And I, I my method of shooting is fast. I like to be in and be out. But right. no, you got the Pentax. You really got to you really gotta take your time. Uh-huh. Right, right, right. And not only that, by the time you're doing street with that, and you mm. hold that big-ass camera up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Everybody's gonna be running no. from it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it, it's not like a shotgun. Yeah, <laughs> actually, I think uh, that's a camera you might enjoy, Dante. It's a six by seven. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because of your your portraits, and you shoot a lot of portraits too, street portraits. Right. So both of you might really enjoy it. Uh, and and I say that because like you guys actually invest time speaking with people, right? Right. So, right. Uh, that's where you can get in there and like, hey, can I take your photo? And now you're right. not in a rush, but like like you're saying, not that you're trying to do street photography. You're walking. As soon as you pull up. <laughs> Like where did everybody go? <laughs> um, the the last time I used mine is like I would use it for a special project. Like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know exactly what I'm going out to shoot, and it's a setting where that I'm gonna. It's it's not much going on that I have the time to sit and compose that picture with that person. So mm-hmm. the last time I used mine, I went out to um, Tulsa in Greenwood, Oklahoma, uh, Black Wall Street, and. I said to myself, I'm going to take my time, walk around and document the neighborhood. And that's when I use it. I run into a few locals, had a conversation with them. They give me some of the stories of what they're growing up, what they heard. And it was kind of surprising to me because I heard about Greenwood situation years ago. And I met people that was born and that was born and grown in, um, in Tulsa that never knew what happened there. And that was a little bit shocking. But, I mean, everyone had a different story, so I was able to take the photos and document that. And that mm-hmm. was the last time I used it, and it was perfect for that situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what did happen there? I, I don't know. I'm curious now. Um, Tulsa was a prominent um, black community, mm-hmm. well-off, because I guess all the resources that they owned black, it was 27 blocks of um, all black-owned businesses. And they had a really strong black community. And an incident took place um, where a young man was working in a nearby, a black, a black young man was work, working in a nearby city. And he was taking the elevator with a, a white woman. And somehow she said that he, he I, raped her or something like that. But I think it's raped her. I think he, he touched her or something like that. But anyhow... Or um, a kiss at her or something like that, I think, or a wink or something. Or something that makes sense. Can't remember exactly. Yeah. But, but, that, it, but it, it happened in the elevator. Yeah, but that particular incident sparked, um, because basically the uh, the white folks went back into the black community where the guy was, and that's, that was Greenwood. And they, they, they took him away and took him to prison, and there was a white mob that wanted to hang him. And the black folks heard that and they went and rescued him. And that sparked a whole um, race riot, a race, race war. Yeah. Um, basically, they went into the Greenwood community and burned it down mm-hmm. to the ground. Oh. Mm-hmm. And, and um, it's actually the first time in this country that they dropped bombs from the air. So they really showing this like it actually was a terrorist act. So um, the first documented terrorist act. Now people are really yeah it's it as that. Well, well, well. There's a suppress it for a long time. Mm-hmm. For a long time, no one was allowed to talk about it in that right. particular community. Right. Um, is is one journalist just keep pushing the issue, pushing the issue, and finally, it, it the story broke. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was interesting. I mean, um, so I feel like. Yeah, I had to go because I always passed through um, um, Tulsa, and um, it was I never I never got an opportunity to go there. 
And I finally got a chance and I went in there and I was happy because I met some locals that give me a lot. Even I ran into one guy that was telling me what his parents told him as a, as a young kid. So you get different aspects. So that, that was good. Mm. Yeah, but, that's, the rem- that's but the remembrance of it is gone. I mean, you can't wait. Yeah, it, it's only it's only it's only one block. Right. So it's only one block, and they finally, actually, they're finally building a museum mm. on on the block. Okay. Coming right. To, yeah, yeah. So that's interesting. Mm. No, that's that's all news to me. If you never mentioned it, I wouldn't have never known about it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. You look it up on. Um, yeah, it's, I'm, it's, a, I'm gonna add this to. I'm sure there's YouTube videos. I, I like. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, they have they have many yeah. stuff on it. Yeah, it's well documented. YouTube is my documentary source. That's where I go to find all my. Me, me and you both. Brother. Me and you both. <laughs> I love it. I love it for that. Alright. I, I had a question. What was it? I don't know. Oh, so. You you were asking me. I know this was for uh, Dante when we had our our conversation the first time. Was what I was learning from the photojournalism course. Oh, yeah. So um, I did learn some some things. Uh, I'm still in the first unit. And so, so 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 let, let me hold you. I have a two part question for you. Okay. What did you learn, and how do you how 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 do you see yourself applying it in the future? So I'm not gonna lie, like. Um, I'm glad I signed up for this course, right? So, photojournal street photography street photography is photojournalism, right? It's mm-hmm. it's a subgenre classification in photojournalism. That's one thing I learned. Um, so, learning street photography, I learned. This goes back to Remigio, backwards learning. I learned the concepts and how to train my eye to look for certain scenes. So now I'm. I'm ready to capture the moment at any given time, right? Great tool to have for any photographer. What I've learned learning the photojournalism course is to capture the story. So my project that I'm working on now, I'm supposed to capture five images, right? Mm -hmm. And the one thing that I think was most beneficial for me for photojournalism it's not about being creative, right? It's about telling the person's story. So you take your, comp- you, you take your, you, you strip, you strip your image down, right? You want to capture it in your style, but you don't want to add that. I'm going to use, use his name. I never say it, but Alan Schaller creativity effect, right? You don't want to do this. You don't want to do that. Composition. That's something Dante was saying. Is, is key. So composition and exposure. Those are two most important things on on photojournalism because uh, I like to expose for the shadows and a lot of my images are underexposed, right? Mm. But as I was putting together some of my project um, and I want to have alternate, you know, it's I'm supposed to get five photos, but I want to make sure I get the the right five photos, right? So I did a five-photo set this weekend, uh, and they're pretty good. But now I, I notice my editing process is different. And this is this is not for creativity, so this is not something I would post on Instagram. Or, or maybe I would, but... Uh, so now I'm actually trying to make sure my image is properly exposed throughout the entire... You know, so my shadows, you can see in the shadows the details. Uh, you can see the person 
Uh, and then other stuff I'm learning from just listening to like uh, photojournalisms from those like uh, conversations on YouTube is how to add more to the story. So layers. Try mm. to capture uh, a big thing that, I, that I'm trying to do is capture foreground, middle ground, background. So you have three mm. elements all in one photo. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what I've been trying to focus on. Mm. So uh, I'm always constantly trying to evolve my photography style. And this mm-hmm. is, I think this is just putting it all together. So so let me ask you, what's the process of doing the caption, the, the, the tree, the tree layers? Uh, so that's something that didn't, they didn't teach me in, in the school. That was something I learned from like a conversation. And um, right. that was from... I'll send you her name. I, I don't remember her name off the top of my head, but someone, uh, Constantine Manos. Yes. He's, he's a yes, Magnus yes, photographer. Yes, yes. Correct. Yes, yes. Yeah, correct. He was like her mentor and they worked a lot together and they, she took a lot of learning from him. And that was something he applied to her. Mm. Foreground, middle ground, background. And when right. you see the examples of the images, it's like, Wow, like I didn't know this kind of photography existed. Like this a three D effect. Exactly. Three D on a two D platform. Right. Or whatever however she she says it. Exactly. So right. it's three D on two D. And you see the image, so I could give you a, a breakdown. So like right in the front, there's a person right uh he's not in focus. Right. It's kinda of just like a cut off right. version. So there's your foreground. Then the right. main subject is the middle, mm-hmm. and then you see kids in the background. Um, uh, that's why. That's why um, I was telling you before. That's why I enjoy uh, Alex Webb. Um, exactly. Exactly. Yes, because, that's that uh, style. Yeah. Yes, I admire it a lot, and I, I was telling you before, Ricky, that mm-hmm. um, um, not I never try to emulate that, mm-hmm. but um, I always inspire to try to have something in that type of form in my work yeah. Um, because um, it's very intriguing to me how you could catch those layers, Yeah. you know, and he kept, he captured those layers very nice. Now, he's not the only one, of course, Yeah. but um, he captured those layers very nice in his area. But most of all, really, that really captivates me with that is that he has, he have a lot going on in the image. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's not only the three layers or whatever you want to see, if you want to peel it. I, what really, really intrigued me with his work is he have a lot of stuff going on in there. Yeah. And and then everything looks like it connects. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, but then again, it's, it looked like organized confusion. You feel what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Right? And that's, that's what, and that's what, well, that's what I really like about his images. It's not really the layers. The layers, I, it could it could be done. I get that, but it just looked like there's a lot of stuff going on in there. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. yeah. And if y'all could go back and check his work and see what I'm talking about. I'm gonna look at. I see. I see what he's seeing. Yeah. You know that 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 is that to me is 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 very good. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I don't know your eyes have to move in such a way to. So see something coming in, see something going out, see something in the in the foreground, see something in the back, in the middle. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. I don't know. It's it's, it's kind of I don't know if I'm explaining it properly. No, no, I I got, I got what you're saying. Were you, yeah. you were gonna say something, Dante? That's sorry. the reason. That's the reason why I shoot 28. Um, I couldn't accomplish that with um 
with a 50. Mm-hmm. Uh, 35, it came close, but 35, I, I kind of find 35 was a little bit tight yeah. for me. Right. right. Um, so the 28, I was able to put all the things that I want into the frame. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm a type of person, I like to, I like to f- fill my frame with all, all, with everything, and I like different stuff going on. It makes the interest, it makes the images much more uh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's the reason why I shoot a 28. Right, right. So, so I believe some of them, some of it is luck, but some, but a lot of it is skill too. You know, because if you if you strive to shoot like that all the time, yeah. you're, it's going to be natural come out you know what you're looking for you know what i'm saying so and this you know weekend yeah yeah I, i'm sorry to meant to cut you off but this weekend i got one photo and that was something i was trying to to get a foreground middle ground background right it's not easy no, no and no. the reason why i said for me it's not easy is as street photographers and and how i i was learning was we're we're used to f- looking for one subject that one subject for whatever that moment we want to capture that's what we're looking for right so we're not paying attention to our foreground middle ground background we're trying to find our moment we're trying to find the connection and when it's going to happen right if whether it's in the foreground and then there's background elements or if it's in the middle ground and we don't we're not aware of the foreground and background elements or if it's all the way in the background you don't keep that, you know, that that idea in your mind. You're just looking for a particular instant, like I'm li- waiting for it to happen. Now that I've been trying to do it, it's it's a little difficult trying to have everything lined up. So I mm-hmm. found my subject where I was supposed to be. And I'll share this image with you because I'm probably going to use it. might not, uh, but I'll send it to you guys so you can see what I'm talking about. I got my subject in in the back, right. and then there's a middle element, and then just as I was gonna capture it, I I noticed, and this is the beauty of the M with the optical uh, viewfinder was, I seen the person approaching, mm-hmm. and then I just wait. He was in my frame, and I hit a couple shots, and I got mm-hmm. one position right where I felt is 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 a really good position for the foreground element. Mm. You you know, um, in the past, in the past, until like like three years ago, I I met this guy in, in Cuba that taught me something about that specific um, particular um, technique, mm-hmm. and he was always would said, not when you shooting, don't only look for that one in uh, one um, one Stop, scene, yeah. Yeah, one scene. Mm-hmm. He said. Mm-hmm. Must always anticipate somebody walking into that frame or mm-hmm. or, or, or the background. Right. What what's the text in the background or right. what's what's going on in the background? And um that's one of the things I walk away from with Cuba. I've learned to to shoot in that particular manner. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Indeed, indeed. And it makes the pictures much more interesting. I would always right. every time because there are certain incidents too, like I remember I pop off a few shots and I think I uh, mentioned it to, to Remy. When when I did look at the shot, I saw certain things in the background that I didn't like. Mm-hmm. Now, if I had examined the background, I would right. have moved that subject away from mm-hmm. that background like there's certain graffiti was written in the background that I didn't like. Right. 
right. that right. move the subject to a different place and take that picture. Right. I um, I always when I'm when I'm coming in the scene or walking around, I'm always overlooking everything. What's around me, the background, you know, everything. You know, of course, you know, checking your lighting and everything like that. So I look, I, I look for all that. And then the second thing I start looking for is what's moving around in that area, in that scene, mm-hmm. you know? The third thing, now I'm focusing on how can I frame it? How can I, you know, compose it so everything makes sense? That's how I think when I'm doing street photography, okay. you know? Um, everybody have their own way of doing it. You know, but that's how I, I, I shoot when when I'm you no know, if I'm doing street, you know, if I'm working on something particular, you will know because you could see in the image in, in the image. I don't I don't post a lot of my street work on Instagram because I'm just working on something different. Mm-hmm. But um, that's how I approach. I look at everything around me, you know, and see how can I incorporate the surroundings yeah. with the subject or with whatever else I'm focusing on at the time. And I try to compose it the best way I know how. If I have room to move around and, and take different frames, I could do so. But if it's a if it's a moment thing and I have to capture it there, I try to get on, you know what, let me how can I compose it that moment right there and to make sense. Yeah, you understand, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so 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 yeah, that's that's basically how I see it, you know. But to go back a little bit, what we were talking about, you say you was working on a five image, yeah, um, project, right? My first and project is five images. Yeah, and these five images have to to uh, tell a story. Yeah. So uh, make me understand a little bit. So. Or you can make it how you want it. Um, do the five images have to be like one subject, and all five of those images make the story, or is it got? Or does it have to be different subjects or different things? But all of those images have to connect. It, it could be both. So okay. it, it's it depends on how you you want the photo story to to, to, to arc to be. Yeah, you, yes. How you want it? So you got to have your establishing photo. Right. And then you have your, your middle, which includes the climax and the build-up, and then you mm-hmm. have your conclusion. Gotcha. Uh, so, gotcha. So, so you basically could put it however you want, as long as it's telling a sequence of a story. Exactly. Gotcha, gotcha. Exactly. Right, 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 right. So another question. I know you have a, a online portfolio, but this is for both of you. Do you have, like, websites? Because I had Squarespace, and I didn't renew it. Uh, instead, I'm using Ko-Fi, which is pretty nice. It's pretty cool. Uh, but I think okay. I'm going to switch to completely Patreon. I'm not sure okay. if you're familiar with the platform. Um, no, I'm not familiar with I know Patreon, but I'm not familiar with that platform. I would, I would recommend it only because they don't charge you up front. Okay. They charge you based on what you, you earn, right? Okay. Um, so, for example, like I have one. Uh, I'm, I set it up when I was in school. Now I'm not in that class anymore. I can focus right. on it uh, and, okay. and build it up to our account. Um, mm. But there's you can add tiers, so membership levels. So you can have right. you can set the prices for each. 
So for mine, I have a, a low, medium, and high. And the, the price is really not that expensive. I, I try to stay on the low end of the spectrum just because right. I'm not really, I don't care for money like that. Right. Um, but they just charge you a percentage of what the membership, what, what each member pays you, right? Okay. So. Yeah, I. Um, it's a good platform. I toyed, yeah, I toyed around in my head with a, with a website. Um, I spoke to one or two people that is, that's capable of making that or doing creating one for me, but um, it never materialized into nothing. So into something, I should say. So um, I never really um, revisit that. But um, in the long run, I probably will. Um, I'm I'm quite comfortable right now the way it is, but I definitely need a, a website if I wanna mm-hmm. uh, progress into this um, love of photography. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Dante? Yeah. Um, I had one. I have a website. I actually have to update it. I had it for what, eight years now. Um, GoDaddy. And um, I think we pay, I pay um, $100 a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's there, but I have to update it. Actually, I'm gonna, uh, my plan is to revamp it. Okay. Because okay. all the images that I have on there is probably five years old. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. A lot of evolution from there. Yeah. yeah. Indeed, indeed, indeed. All right. I mean, it's nice to show the, it's nice to show the, the transition mm-hmm. or the growth. Yeah. I, I believe in that, but um, but it's uh, it's up to you. You know, sometimes you go back to your images and they they look primitive to you. You know what I mean, or whatever. So, yeah, you want to kind of keep track. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, so I totally understand that. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. If it's a way you could put have a section of and 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 notate that like you know these are my images of two thousand and nine you know what I'm saying then maybe that will probably work. Well, well, what you can do, and that's what I'm planning on doing, is to create an archive. Right. Have have the current photos like my ten best photos mm-hmm, mm-hmm. up front, mm-hmm. and create an archive. And in my archive, you could see that evolution. Right, that's right, that's right. Uh, that that will work. That will definitely work. Interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So I have to actually work a little bit later. So I'm gonna kind of wrap this up. Um, Sounds good. To me. I'm having too much fun. I don't want to stop. But if <laughs> I do, I, I'll, I'll be late. <laughs> I don't want that. So I will leave you with this as a, a challenge because I know you guys. It's it's still early over there for you Sunday morning. You guys can go out and shoot. Try setting up those those three layer photos. It's yeah, a challenge. Yeah. Just look, just you know, yeah. back of the mind. Try try to hunt for them. Right, uh, and then right, I'll right. share the one that I got. And, and like I said, like if you look at it, then I want you to tell me what you think was. Yeah, the please. I would love to. See it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'll check it out definitely. So, you know. Uh, once um, again, thank you guys yeah, for joining. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Definitely have to do this again uh, when we have more time and and no work to to kill the vibe. But it was definitely a great great experience. I appreciate it. I really do. Yeah. Anytime, Ricky. Likewise. Yeah. Likewise. Cool. Right. Cool. Uh, so we we'll, we'll could plan another one out. I I do want to have more photographers involved. But, right. So uh, you yeah, know, different perspective on things. Exactly. That's right. So. Indeed. Once thanks again. for insight and thanks for, for inviting me again on the show. Oh yeah, anytime, anytime. Yes, so uh, again, if you have any um, photographer friends, 
you know, um, have them reach out because I don't know everybody. Uh, mm-hmm. You send me a lot of people. You send me a lot of people, and I do reach out to them. So I have mm-hmm. a lot of conversations behind behind the scenes. So I'm setting things up. Good. I like to move. Good. Okay, so, good, good, good. Uh, yeah, we, we got some good stuff coming for everybody that's listening. Um, next weekend, I'm going to post this tomorrow after I get out of work. Um, but next weekend, I'll be in Tokyo, so I won't record. Uh, um, okay. I'll send you guys videos of what it looks like in the camera shop. So. Definitely. I would love to see that. All right. So, Good. Uh, yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you. And then you guys yes. have a great day. And too, go out buddy. and shoot. Yes, sir. Cool, cool. All right. Thank All right. you. Okay, then. Yes, sir.